Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Let's go. What are you thinking about, oh, Bobby? Chewing. We're chewing up the rest of my fucking cough drop. Cough drop, eh? Well, I should get... You got, you got a little tickle? Nah, well, a <clears throat> little bit, but yeah. I've been doing that instead of... I've been taking one a day, like, just to clear things out a little bit. It seems to have been helping. So, don't necessarily need them, but I take them anyway. Okay. Ready? I suppose so, Bobby. Oh, f what episode are we? What is up, everybody, and welcome to episode 132 of If We Ran Nintendo. I am Bobby, the Nintendo girl, joined by the greatest co-host in all the land, Mr. Sean Capri. Sean Capri, Bobby. Bobby, I'm, I'm, you know what I think we should just do from now on? You should just have Adam Leonard step in and co-host all of your shows for you. No, the world no. needs a little bit more. The, the, the world only gets, like, Adam Leonard once mm -hmm. a month. We get... If you're a patron mm -hmm. at patreon.com slash megadads, you get John Wall every week. And that yeah, sucker is awesome. No, but you know what, man? That nah, might be nah, what nah, you nah. think. I'd rather have, I'd rather have that. I know. That might be right. what you think because Adam's all the, yeah. you know, nah, he's, he's all I'm the just, sexy time pictures and whatnot and the music just, and, the, love, and the doodles. I love John, too. Dad, that, guy's, that guy's got it going on. 10, 15 yeah. minutes of John Wall in your ears. Good times, man. But it was you, good. Know what's, you know what's crazy about John is? I was talking to him at E3, and I was like, dude, how do you get the stuff you get? Yeah. Like, he gets interviews. Mm -hmm. He gets stuff. And he's like, I just ask. I yeah. got no pride. He's like, I just ask, and I just keep on asking mm -hmm. every day. Like, if they say no, I'll ask again, and I'll ask again. He goes, eventually, they tell me yes. And I'm like, I just wish I had that fortitude to mm -hmm. just keep doing it. He just know. gave away a secret, man. He's going to be pissed. No. He's going to be a little upset sure with you. Any I'm sure he would tell anybody that. Bobby, it's Christmas time. Merry Christmas. It is Merry. Yeah, Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. This we is going it. out on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So it's the day. It's the it's it's Christmas Festivus. Eve Eve. It's Festivus it's the today. Eve of Christmas Eve. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. I had something in my head. Scrooge I McDuck over let's, here. Let's, let's, I know, man. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I got the. I got the tree back here, but I'm just like, whatever. It looks man. good, man. It looks whatever. good. You know what? It's a good my time mom, to be. My mom and my cousin, they my mom messages me and she's like, Hey, uh, me and your cousin are gonna come up and we're gonna have dinner. I was like, Okay. And then all of a sudden it dawned on me. They're not coming up for dinner. Like they're coming up for dinner, but they're coming up because they're gonna make me put this tree up. You sure knew enough, that going in? I just had a feeling. You're in sure enough, son of a gun. Yeah, I just had a feeling. Because you know why? Because I took a picture of my new furniture. Mm -hmm. I got a new couch and recliner in the living room. Yeah. And then my mom's like, where's the, where's the tree? And I was like, there is no tree this year. And then she was like, oh. And I was like, I <laughs> it. And, then, and then when she hit me up, I was like, yeah, yeah. that's why they're coming up. Because why would they come you up? You know what? That's I mean, sweet, though, middle... man. That's what family's all about. Uh, they're looking out for you. It's really nice. And Miguel is like family. The... Yeah, Miguel was there, too. We put the nativity set out. Mm-hmm. The nativity set has been in my family forever. Sean. Oh, really? Like forever. it's a legit, like it was, it's serious. Like it was my grandmother's, oh, my wow. mom's mom. It was so it was my mom's mom's. Yeah. My grandfather bought it for one year, and then they gave it when my grandmother passed away. My mom inherited it, and then 
Probably, man. Well, when after after I got no, not it was before I got married, but it was the year before I got married. My mom gave it to me and said, "I want you to have this." So I've been putting it's it out. Pretty nice, year. man. You know, it's 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 nice. It's old. It's really nice sculptures and mm-hmm. all that. It's really nice. I was, and I, then on top of my tree, you can't see it now. Again, I'm not gonna lift the camera. I'll show you afterwards. I have a 40 year old star on the wow. top of my tree. I made this thing when I was in kindergarten. It's a star at a construction paper of Santa Claus. And it's got cotton on the beard. And, like, it's all colored in by me. But it's horrible coloring because I was a little kid at the time. It's so cool. And uh, so my mom and dad, they just kept it for years. Like, when I brought it home from school that year, that was our tree topper. And then when I moved out, my mom gave it to me. And I've had it ever since. My parents always fight. Every time they come over, they're like, can I have it? Can I have it? I'm like, no, you're not getting it back. No, it's mine. <laughs> it's mine. So this year I realized it's going to be 40 years old. I think this year. That's a crazy. a long time to have something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Nice. But, well, I was uh, kind of, I was as sweet as that nativity set sounds. I was, I was sort of hoping that you'd have like a, like a Mario themed one. You know, like a little baby be, Mario in a manger. Yeah. That would be funny. You, know, <laughs> you got like Samus, <laughs> Samus and her buddies is like the three wise men from the future. That would be funny. That would be funny. And the farm, little, little, let's, little let's, stables let's, uh... full of colored Yoshis. No, Bobby, I'm sticking with this. <laughs> no, we're done. We're done. Aww. Let's kick this episode off like we do in every episode with our flux with flux, flux with flux, flux with flux. Our geek outs. Can we, can we do a geek out? You know, you know what I realized a, a few weeks ago? I said geek outs. And the week that it was you and, and Lacey, Lacey's last episode, yeah. I said geek outs, and nobody picked up on it. Yeah. Myself included. We just skipped past this part, mostly. Mentally, we were like, all right, it's the thing. We're just getting yeah, by it. I love it. It's the thing where we do the thing. Yeah. You have any, uh, do you have any shout-outs? I have a, well, mine's sort of like a group. I did a, I did an all-day stream today at a celebration of mm-hmm. leaving my job for uh, almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure out a way to really like we like Chelsea and I did dinner and we're like hooray and hurrah and all this stuff and I'm like you know what I would really love to celebrate this momentous occasion this new job new opportunity um really kind of like securing the future for the family and everything like that very big deal um so how do I celebrate I'm gonna kick the family out of the house and I'm gonna play video games all day and it was absolutely incredible I chatted with uh, Mr. Badbit himself Joseph Moran and then later in the Mm -hmm. afternoon Jace plays games, jumped on Destiny 2, playing on PC. Mm-hmm. We were chatting with that a little while. Uh, so I want to give a couple shout-outs to those guys. And also to yeah. uh, to to Ted. Ted just comes in and just, like, mm-hmm. throws donations around in bits, which is crazy. So thank you for that. And um, Corey Hicks, my fellow Edmontonian, Canada, yes. Corey Hicks, comes in with a massive Christmas present. So I just I want to thank everybody for coming and supporting us this very special day, playing video games with my friends. Coming back to Twitch after a long, long absence. It was a good time, man. I had a lot of fun today. It was a good day. Good stuff. Um, my shout out is going to be numerous people, but it's it's within a reasoning behind it. Um, so at the beginning of the month, I got this idea in my head that I wanted to reboot, rebrand, Breaking Bells. Um, in that in all that thought pattern. Never had the conversation with Chelsea, though. So I did have the conversation <laughs> with her a couple of days ago because she was like, oh, so this is how I find out. And I was like, oh, like, right. well, I'm not hiding it. Like, I wasn't hiding it. I wasn't doing so 
you know, devious. But I, I did talk to her and was just like, hey, man, we were having problems getting scheduling and all that stuff. Like, that was the main crux behind it all. But also, it was very difficult to find a topic every single week yeah. based on a game. I think you, you guys know, both came to the same conclusion without talking we, to each other. So it didn't really feel like you either owed yeah. each other that well, we did. We did talk about it, like, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, where we were just like, hey, we're just going to kind of... Yeah. Let's just go our separate ways at this point because it's not going. But in my mind, I just didn't want to get rid of that show. I wanted that show to just take off because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just one of those things that, like, I know I'm on to something and I can't figure it out yet. And it yeah. was just something eating me up. And uh, so I came up with this new format and it's very guest driven. And uh, so I've already recorded. Oh, five episodes. Have you really? Yes, man. Five episodes are done. Snap. Uh, first one is with Bergability, which is a Twitch streamer, friend mm-hmm. of mine. Uh, next one was with Fiona McKinnon. Oh, my God. Amazing. Uh, the next one's with N64 Josh. Oh. Then I did one with uh, Tony Baker. Snap. Then I did one with uh, this girl named uh, Mayor Kathy. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow I'll be recording the sixth episode with uh, Lizabel, um, who's also a Twitch streamer. And just to, and then today I talked to Holly Lake, who I haven't talked to Holly in oh my months. God, dude, that's a she's coming next Sunday. She's going to record with me. That is awesome! Holy crap! Yeah. How did you guys like even connect? Because because I posted something today on Facebook. Yeah. And she reached out to me. She was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry that, you know. Oh, Bobby, and, that's you know, awesome. Good for you, man. So that makes conversation. me happy. Nice. Yeah, and I was like, hey, I have this idea for this show. I've been meaning to reach out to you because I'm grabbing everybody. Mm-hmm. Anybody that kind of loves Animal Crossing, I'm grabbing them and bringing them on the show. Because my here's my goal for this show. And I was talking about it a little bit tonight because tonight's Twitch stream was just basically me editing an episode. Going I've in, always wanted to do that. It was fun, dude. Yeah, I just sat good. there. I just sat there. The one computer I had going, I was doing my overlays because it was the, building the overlays for it. Yep. So I, I built like three or four overlays, dropped them for the for the chat to see. And I'm like, which one do you guys like the best? And then they picked the one they like the best. And as they're picking, I'm like, I got the idea for the perfect one. Hold mm-hmm. on. So I go over and I'm just chatting and I'm editing it and doing what I want to do to it. And I keep looking at the chat and talking to the chat and then it gets done and I post it up. So they could see it, and they were like, oh, my God, that's the one. Love it. So then I was like, okay, now we're going to edit an episode. I'm going to show you exactly how I edited an episode. So I drop it in so they can see. Mm -hmm. They can see the screen, and I just go through all the procedures of what I do. And it's just – That's awesome, dude. I love it. All the way through. And then – so the thing is, is if you're listening now, jump over. Of course they're listening now. Drop the episode tomorrow. Okay. The first episode back will be actually on Christmas Eve. I want to shadow drop it, just drop it and and be done. And yeah. you know, but the thing of it is, is here's what I'm, my hopes are for this game. The concept of the show is basically I bring a guest on, right? And I go, "What is your first Animal Crossing game you ever played? What's your favorite Animal Crossing game you played?" Because the thing of it is, is if you play Animal Crossing. Somebody that doesn't like Animal Crossing, like Todd Oxtra, I know he says it all the time to me. Jacob Rush, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't get it. What's the point of Animal Crossing? And I'm hoping that if someone will listen to these episodes, they'll understand what it means to each person. Mm -hmm. Because every what I've learned so far, Sean, is every single person that loves this game, their first reactions were, I don't want to play that game. Yep. I don't Bye. have any desire to play that game. And then they're hooked. Mm -hmm. They play it. They play it for because somebody gets you to go in for one reason, and then the next thing you know, you're hooked. And it's crazy. Like I was talking, quick story, N64 Josh, most fantastic story I ever heard. He, he lived in Washington State. Him and his wife moved to California. They leave their family all behind. They had been playing Animal Crossing on the GameCube at first, and that's how they had this bond with his uncle and his aunt and all this stuff, and they did all this stuff, and then they move, and his wife was homesick. And Animal Crossing comes out on the DS. And what do they do? His wife and his aunt play Animal Crossing every day together. There was Wi-Fi at the time for the, for the DS, mm -hmm. but they used... They called each other on the phone, and they would talk on the phone and play Animal Crossing every day. And it helped his wife overcome homesickness because it was a way for her to just experience. And it's stories like that mm -hmm. that are what makes me so excited for this show. And it's just amazing to talk to the people. I'm talking, Tony Baker, like, oh, my God, dude. It's such a great episode. Like, every episode is better than the one. Dang it. I get so excited. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so awesome. Be I cannot wait for this. So my, my hopes are is that it'll get more people to recognize why we love Animal Crossing, mm -hmm. and it'll it'll help. And you're dropping it now. Like you don't want to wait until like maybe like like the I was game. Gonna do a Janu I was going to do the first week of January, <clears throat> right? So the mm -hmm. first week of January was going to be when the first episode hit. But I'm like, you know what? We're just going to people are actually tweeting at me yeah, that they that's can't true. wait to see it and hear it. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to drop it. January, Christmas Eve, I'm going to hit it. I was going to do a Christmas Day. Imagine if like, Nintendo you know does the same thing. You know what? Animal Crossing is out. Oh. Can you imagine? There's no way. I would love There's it. There's absolutely no way. I would love way. it. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. So that's my shout out. My shout out is to all the people so far that have come on and been a part of Breaking Bells. Because it, it means so much to me to have these people a part of this and doing this. So it's, it's really, really awesome. Sweet, man. Um, so this episode... We kind of wanted to talk about the past year mm -hmm. and kind of what Nintendo, what we feel like Nintendo should do or what we would do if we ran Nintendo in 2019. <clears throat> um, mm -hmm. So Nintendo, I don't know that they'll hit their mark. Now, if you listen the to 20 analysts, million. yeah, yeah. If you if you listen to analysts, they should come about three million shy. Yeah. Of where it is, but that was before. Um, I, I remember hearing that number, but that was before Smash. I feel like Smash is. Christmas. I feel like Smash is kind of over exceeded. Over exceeded. I guess you just well, see exceeded expectations. It, well, it did three million. Three copies. million in eleven days. That wasn't. That wasn't even the United States, man. That's what I'm saying. That was saying. just Japan and Europe. So it's got to be. I would say it's got to be four, maybe five million. Yeah, man. I feel the like they made week. up that difference. I feel like Smash is That's bigger nuts. than they thought it was going to be. Uh, most or the, the, not not they as in Nintendo, they as in these analysts who thought that they were going to come up these three analysts, million short. Yeah. I think that might have closed but the gap the a little bit. But here's the thing, and we have to recognize this. It's not like Nintendo's not... Their attach rate is ungodly yeah. right now. What'd they say? More than, more than half of every Switch owners have bought 
Mario Kart, um, Mario Odyssey, and, and Zelda. Breath and of Zelda. The Wild. Not or and. They have and all, all three. three. And all three. And and the, the heat that people gave. Like, well, that's all they have on that system anyway. Yeah, I don't no, think that's the not. angle you take on that one. That's that's a, no, that's the angle people were taking. Know, and it was like, you guys are idiots. Like, seriously? Even in year one, that year one was probably to me one of the greatest launches probably of any console. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo put out the the perfect plan for if you want to launch a console, this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. And this is how you get the momentum going. They, they must have had month, like Justin Masson drop a plan for them. They must have had him come around probably. with his clipboard and his blueprints and everything. Probably. Yeah, that's probably yeah, how like it worked out. That's why Masson moved to Ireland. I know, he had to get a little closer to Nintendo like, Europe. I don't think that's yeah, closer. Working for Nintendo Europe, and they were <laughs> oh, like, we're okay. going to do the secret plan. They have yeah. more pull than Nintendo Canada? Nintendo Ireland has no. more pull? <laughs> Maybe, Nintendo actually. Nintendo Europe. Nintendo yeah. Europe, not yet. There is no Nintendo Ireland. To my knowledge, there's not. <laughs> There's a Nintendo UK. A bunch I know of that. Leprechaun dressed up as Mario. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Um, but I feel like people basically are throwing a lot of shade at Nintendo because their year two for Nintendo itself as a company hasn't been as strong in terms of new games. Let me. Can we? Can I stop so, you? Can I, can I just? I want to. I want to like. I want to interrupt you, but what I'm really doing is telling everybody on the internet who's upset about this to just shut the f up for a second. You guys just <laughs> just shut the f up. Just stop and shut the f up. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Remember, Bobby, well, you and I have been doing this show for many, many years now. We've been going on yeah, for man. damn near a thousand days. We've yeah. been doing this show, and back yeah. in the day, we would say, "Well, if Nintendo's ever going to be successful." They got to rely less on the first party stuff and they need more third party stuff. They need third party, they need third party, third party, third party. And I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, I've been listening to a lot of things and reading a lot of stuff and people going like, man, there was like way too much third party, definitely not enough first party. So it's like, are you guys listening to yourselves right now? Yeah. Do you guys not remember what life has been like as a Nintendo fan for the last decade yeah. and a half? This is people. This is exactly what we've been yeah. screaming for, which means to yeah. me, this is a perfect year. 2018 was absolutely incredible, and I just yeah. read a thing that Nintendo came out and said that they they expect the Switch to have like a seven to ten year lifespan, which I think that's yeah. that might be a little long, but if we start to see this cadence of like the first year of Mario and Zelda just juggernauts, then we've got the second year we've got to look like sort of a Pokemon Light, and we got a Smash, and we got a whole bunch of third party. And then we've got all these heavy hitters coming in twenty in Animal Crossing. I mean, twenty twenty two is probably going to be Metroid, Joey Ferris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, that's what I think. I, I mean, probably. 20, I, I actually think they're in no rush. Is actually yeah. my point. I joke about it, but they're really in no rush. Like all no. they really need is like one or two, maybe three, kind of big first party heavy hitters, and they can keep this mm-hmm. train going. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, see, I don't I know, think, man. I'm I'm not complaining. See, my thing is this, right? When I look back at 2018, they they kind of hit that same cadence where it was like almost a game every month, yep. a new game every month. But the problem was, for Wii U owners, it was games we already played. Sure. And that, I think, is where there was a little bit of an issue. But as far as sales... They sold better than they did on the Wii U by yeah, of huge numbers. Of course. Like, but, but not even, I mean, to say of course is, is one thing, but like 
the amount of numbers, mm-hmm. like over a million for Donkey Kong Kong. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy to so, think that number one, it didn't do a million on the Wii U, and right. two, that it like it outpaced it so quickly. That that's crazy. There, there's Even this Smash. X factor, Bobby. There's this thing. Okay, so what are we at for Switch units right now? Probably we just got over the Wii U. We got over the. It's it's over, over twenty million. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're a little like I mean it's it's pretty substantially over the Wii U. I guess my point is that the Wii U, even though, even if you were to compare, like, numbers to numbers, even if you got at a certain point in the Switch's life lifespan where it had the same amount that the Wii U ended up with, games were still selling better on the Switch, not because of units or install base or anything like that. It's because of the tenor of the conversation that happens around the Wii, the Wii U versus yeah. the Switch. People were bashing the Wii U every chance they could get. They laughed at it, they looked at it, and they thought this yeah. thing is a joke. The Switch is the exact opposite. There's positivity surrounding it. There's people can't wait to play the game that they got through now so that they get to the one that's coming out next week. Like, it's this mm-hmm. momentum and the, and, the, and the talking that happens about it that is the key difference. And I don't know if anybody's yeah. really kind of talking about that. It's the cool thing to have. It's cool to be buying games on Switch. Wii U was yeah. like this weird niche, niche thing that only, only we liked because we were hardcore. So the numbers yeah. themselves don't really tell the whole story. We all, yeah. it's just cool to like the Switch now. It's cool to play your games and be like, seen playing your games on Switch. Like, here's the thing. Like, prime example is Firewatch. Mm-hmm. That game did well. You know what I mean? Like, that game did well elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But it feels like people are hyped for it to be on the Switch. And it's like, it almost feels like it's a hype that wasn't there for PS4 and mm-hmm. for Xbox. And it's like, holy crap, like, this is pretty mm-hmm. substantial that when stuff comes to the Switch, people are ecstatic yeah. to play it. Like, you look at a game like Fortnite, right? So a game like Fortnite, which had been out for a year, and a lot of people were, like, they were playing it and they were enjoying it, but it was almost like that minute it hit Switch, it was, like, right around that same time, it hit Switch, and all of a sudden it explodes. Yeah. It's like... It's like it never existed before. Now, I know it did, and I know it was doing really well at that point, but it was almost like everybody turned and looked at it and was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go play it now. And it was very strange to me that it was, it was like, I'm guilty of that. Like, I played it on Xbox. And I was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it was like, boom, it hit Switch, and everybody was playing it. Like, you couldn't get away from it. Like, everybody I knew was playing it. It was like, okay. And I realized at that point, like, it's a community-driven game. Yeah. And and the fact that, like, we're playing... Like, I was talking to... Uh, it's because it shouldn't work. That's the thing that surpri- yeah. it continues to surprise people is that these games shouldn't really work on the Switch at yeah. all. But the crazy thing is this. So I was talking to somebody th- this past week about a a Kevin Smith Twitter video, like a like a Periscope video or something yep. he did. He was just driving out... He does these Facebook Live things. All yeah, the time. yeah, yeah. Might have been Facebook. So... He does a podcast called Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. And it's where him and Jason Mewes go around to a bunch of places and they do a podcast where Jason talks about his life. And it's a way to keep Jason on the straight and narrow. It's like his detox, okay. like his AA meeting, where rather than going into an AA meeting, he travels around and, and basically talks about his history with drugs and coming, you know, overcoming it. And it's his way to keep himself busy. So he doesn't go back to drugs. So they're driving down the street and, and Kevin Smith goes, he's just making a joke. And he's just like, so this is how you know when the marriage is in trouble. And he turns the camera 
and to the back seat. Mm-hmm. And here's Jason Mewes with a Nintendo Switch in his hand, <laughs> headset on. <laughs> it's tethered to his phone. Yeah. He's on Discord, or he's not on Discord, I'm sorry, he's plugged in. He's playing Fortnite, and he, they're driving down the street going to the show. That's and crazy. Playing, and, and it's like, all of a sudden, it hits. And it's like, everybody can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, you can... And when I thought about, like, Jules and I, when we were at E3, and I was playing it, it was docked, you know, and I had the phone running the internet, and it was just amazing. So that's the thing. I And I got off on a tangent there, a big tangent. But it, but my, my whole thing is, is that it feels weird that, like, when things come to Nintendo, everybody stands up and takes notice. And the other thing that happens is when something gets announced, the first words are, is it coming to Switch? Is mm-hmm. it coming to Switch? And, like, it's crazy, you know? Yeah, like we're getting Mortal Kombat remember was, 11. I know that's that's insane. That's insane. Remember, remember when the Switch was launched and we were, we, were t- we would have everybody would have talked about like, do we like the name Switch? It's a weird name. Yeah. We went back to an English kind of focus centric name. It's not Weed. It's not a, this strange. Mm-hmm. It's not Amiibo or anything like that. It was Switch. Yeah. And Switch is such a snappy name. Like, of course, like everybody knows the sound and everything. But I feel like that is part. It becomes part of the the, the conversation that people are having. Yeah. Like, it sounds good to say like, is it coming to Switch? Nobody's saying, yeah. like, is this coming to Xbox? Is this coming to PlayStation? No. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just, Switch is just so, I don't know. It's just, it's like the Nintendo word is just like, it's just video games. It's just Switch. Um, yeah. it, I think that that's, that has a lot to do with it as well. They just killed it with every piece of the branding of this thing. So this is not really talking about, like, what next year is really going to have in store. I feel like this year there's too many games for anybody to keep up with anyways. And people, like I said, yeah. shut the F up about the whole not of Nintendo stuff on there. Plenty of Nintendo stuff to keep everybody busy. More importantly, Nintendo landed all the deals and more that they ever needed for the third-party business. Mm-hmm. You got Doom, the crazy, got Wolfenstein, Octopath the crazy Traveler. Thing, the crazy thing for me is, is like I remember during the Wii U era, right, trying to get my friends to buy this thing, trying <laughs> to convince people to buy it. And it was like pulling teeth. Yeah, man. Nobody wanted it. Even like, dude, I have so many family members this year reaching out to me going what's this switch what do i need to know about this mm-hmm. switch your cousin wants one whatever you know and they're like they're asking me questions like what do i need to get what you know what's the games i should get all this stuff and it's like crazy to me that like in a within two years it's not even two years we're not even at the two-year mark mm-hmm. and it's like done it's like in out done like everybody's on board with this thing so I look at this company and I go, what's the important things for 2019? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a couple things that they should work on in order to make 2019 a little bit of a better year for them than 2018. Financially, 2018 is a phenomenal year for yeah. them. Their sales are way up. The Switch did 60% better than every other console during Christmas. Uh, 60% of... I think 65 or 70% of sales for Nintendo were off of game, you know, games and stuff. Like they're just making money hand over fist mm-hmm. this year. Um, it's breaking records. It's the fastest, it's the highest selling Nintendo console ever during a Christmas year. It's just <laughs> nuts to see mm-hmm. what they're doing across the board. So that said, without the go, first year support that everybody's clamoring for, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is the bad so, year. Yeah. So I look at 2019 and I go, what exactly, what, whether you look at it from the perspective of they're falling apart, they're not really doing what they need to do, or you're looking like, 
2018 was a fantastic year. Mm -hmm. I feel like part of the problem is, is 2017 was so spectacular where they just did everything right. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't really like Mario Odyssey when it came out. Everybody says that 2017 was so strong because Mario and Zelda. And, like, I guess those two words together, like, those two franchises together equal greatness. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we know that those sold really, really well. But for me, like... I didn't have a great time playing Mario on my Switch last year. I haven't played. I didn't really get into Mario until this year. So I mean, again, yeah. I'm coming from the side of the people who think yeah. I think 2018 was perfectly I mean, for fine. Me, for me, it wasn't like Odyssey was a fun game, but right. it wasn't like game of the year for me. Like I didn't even exactly. I've it's it, not to take on, anything away from it. I don't feel like it should have been even nominated for game of the year, but I understand why it did. It yeah. was it hit home for a lot of people. But like, dude, Splatoon two. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Rabbids, Fire Emblem Warriors. Like, they had a lot of fantastic games Mm -hmm. as a first-party company. Xenoblade Chronicles. Like, dude. Yeah, I'm glad you said that one. I'm glad you said that. Like, there were so many fantastic games for Nintendo. In 2018, again, I think a part of the problem was the first-party games were there. It was just a lot of ports. Sure. A lot of stuff that we had already played on the Wii U. I feel like in 2019... To keep the momentum going strong, they need to back off the ports just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, you could do... We already know one's coming, right? One's coming January 11th on my birthday, and that's, you know, Super Mario uh, Mario U Deluxe. Yeah. That's on the bottom of the freaking totem pole for me, man. I don't know about you. I'm... Like of all I kind of want it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not. It, listen, I would rather have three D world. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's a good point. Like that's kind of why I'm feeling like. Eh, and, and when yeah. you when you you know in a world where there's so many ports, like that's the one that you pick. I, I would definitely rather have the the three yeah. D world and land kind of make their way over. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So for me, I look at it and I go, where you know where are we at? Where you know what are we doing? Where's things go? This, I feel like you just back off the ports just a little bit. Just a little bit, you know. Um, but in the same time, I feel like you need to, if you do do ports, you need to hammer down and make them home runs. Make them games that people are like, oh, my God. Um, but but for me, some things that I would like to see them fix aren't necessarily their software things. I want to see them, um, what I want to see them work on is the OS, the operating system. Um, I would like a better voice chat system. Like, we know that Epic Games figured out a way to do voice chat. Why can't we just figure out a way to just... Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem to figure out a way. Why can't we just let it happen and let people voice chat throughout? Now, I know um, I can't have that conversation. I was gonna. I was gonna say something, and it's a private conversation. I can't let out. Oh, okay. Control. Okay. Um, we can talk about it later if you sure. want to. But 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 I'll the forget. thing of it is, is, um, you know, why can't you just let this happen? You know, what I mean? why can't you just go like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna ditch the phone app, keep the phone app in Japan. If Japan enjoys everything on the phone, which that was told to me by um, uh, Jack. Over at uh, Ojo, we had a conversation on Nintendo Talk Live, mm-hmm. and he basically said to me, he's like, that's in Japan, in, in Asia, everything's on the phone. You need it to be on the phone. So for Nintendo to put the phone app or all the voice chat on the phone, it just makes sense for them over there in Japan. So with 
when you're looking at why can't you just eliminate the phone over here and move to the voice chat the way Epic has it and just leave it there and yeah. be done with it. But whatever. I feel like the OS, um, I feel like we need to add some things to make it a little flair. Um, Adam Leonard brought it up the other day, and it made a lot of sense to me on, Ninten- on Nintendo PlayStation Podcast, where he was like, man, all the other consoles, you turn it on, it makes a sound, it makes a chime, and it gets you all excited because you had this little jingle that well, that's plays. That's a good point. It's dead. You turn that thing on, there's nothing. That's a good point. And it's like, why Why isn't there no startup sound? Totally. No oh, my boot-up. gosh. Even when you start it up from fresh, yeah. there's no startup sound. Oh, my gosh. So that would be one. I would, I would basically go to I would implement wallpapers. Yeah, every, like, anything that can add a little personality. Like any, like your own bit. like customization, tailor it to your yeah. own experience. But it's got to be like all these things that we talk about is what makes it snappy. You take all those yes. things out and it turns on instantly. Quick. It doesn't have to worry yeah. about like firing up an audio sound. It doesn't have to worry about loading up a picture yeah. or anything like that. Like those steps yeah. that, that slow everything exactly. down. We're talking as long as it's not it all adds like up. overwhelming, where it takes Wii U status to get to something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if it, and that might be what they looked at. It was like, you know what, that took forever. We're not going to add this stuff. And if yeah. that's the case, okay, fine. But and you expect these things to happen in 2019, or you just want them to happen? I think they. I I, I think they need to happen yeah. in 2018. 2019. I think it's year three. It's time to start fixing things and getting things moving forward in terms of like this the way the thing looks. Mm-hmm. Um, we're beyond the half baked stuff now. It's yeah. time to move on. Let's go. The other thing is the eShop. They need to overhaul that eShop. I've been screaming that for that for years now, right? Since, since the Switch launch, I think three or four months after the Switch launch, I was like, okay, it's fixes. They have to fix the eShop. You know what's going to do it? You know what's going to bring in the change to the eShop? It's been long enough for any of us. We've all forgotten this thing, Bobby. I can't believe you haven't brought it up. 2019 is the year of virtual console. I'm calling it right now. It's coming back, and yeah. it's going to come back in a big, big way. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. They just have, they've delayed it because they, I don't know if they thought that the, it would cannibalize the whole Switch Online thing with the NES Possible. stuff. I don't know, man. I don't think that that thing is ever going to replace what a virtual console could be. And I could totally no. see they launched that thing. And I think, mm. I just cannot believe, like, I'm having so many conversations these days of people going like, I had to fire up my Wii U because I wanted to play some virtual console games. Or I'm like, yeah. I'm loading up my Wii because I want to play some virtual console games. How is Nintendo, now if we ran it, like, I mean, this is this is a, a, a dead horse. You, you don't want to feed a dead horse, I think the PETA yeah. people want yeah. us to say now. <laughs> but, but honestly i feel like we've forgotten about it long enough we've been screaming about it They're like it yeah. is not happening here's the alternative i think they're gonna to- totally troll us on that one well you know something here's the thing and let's let's again let's go back to mm-hmm. two years ago i remember you full-on conversations yeah. if i have to buy these games again i don't want to i don't i'm not gonna buy them mm-hmm. i'm not gonna there has to be a way for them to give me all my games i had yeah and now they got you to the point where you're like, I want them back. I want them back. I want them. I want them. And you'll wind up buying them again. They've basically got you to the point where they've given you NES games. And they're not charging us for the NES games. Well, like, I think everybody's going to come at it a little bit differently. For me personally, I'm not going to buy some of those Mario games again. But I have, there's games that I have missed out on that, like, because I'm not playing on the Wii U anymore, that I won't be yeah. – like, I'm not going to fire that, that thing up to – to get old virtual console games. There's got to be a nice way. Again, this is like, there, there is a way for first party to, to play a role on the Switch, and it's in the virtual console stuff. 
You have these specials that come out around like like Pokemon, and then you have all these other Pokemon games that maybe come out on your on your on your Switch. I mean, you think about it. How nice would it have been for them to turn around and go like, "Hey guys, remember red, blue, and 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 yellow." When Let's Go comes out, like here you can play the re- mm-hmm. the, the remastered version with this, and you can go buy the from the Virtual Console the hand you know the the old Game Boy games. Mm-hmm. I can see there the has t- to be a way the time that it's taken for them to go like it's a full blown. It's not just like like we're not going to do Virtual Virtual Console for like NES, and then like in a year and a half it's going to like add some SNES games, and then maybe we might do a sprinkle of N sixty four games. It comes in mm-hmm. and it's like. It's what you remember the Wii Virtual Console. Like you got all, like you yeah. got like Sega and whatever else they had on there. Yeah, it's, like it's all they're all there. Turbo graphics. SNK. Yeah, SNK and all that. <clears throat> so it's it's I feel like they're moving in the right direction. <laughs> As you say, like don't we don't want ports. I'm like, I'm coming in with virtual console. <laughs> well, I feel like that's a little different. Sure. I feel like that's that's a big difference. Well the way and, you, you know, balance that out is I feel like the switch so far, especially with um Breath of the Wild. The Switch can be, mm-hmm. can like leave a legacy in the future of redefining the experiences of the franchise you've been knowing for so long. I expect great yeah. things actually from Metroid. I, uh, we saw obviously great things with, with Zelda. But this is the first time that we have a very unique situation with Pokemon. This, like, it can revitalize and re- refresh, redesign everything that you yeah. know about Pokemon in this cool new way. Animal Crossing, we could have a totally new way of playing that and things that you didn't even know that you wanted. So you can balance the old with the new as long as, you yeah. know, they're very safe about, I think, the, the new things that they bring into the games. But I, I kind of feel like it's the same going from Super Nintendo to 64 when we had, they perfected 3D at their first tri- their first try at it. I feel like yeah. there's an opportunity for that coming from the Wii U and just like, we need something new. And Zelda is yeah. a great example of that, man. We're not seeing yeah. it, unfortunately, with like Kirby, I don't think, and we're probably not going to see it with, with Yoshi. But there's certain opportunities. I think I think Pokemon is the one in 2019. Yeah. I think as long as we get maybe like one every year where it's like you know this and you've known this franchise for decades now, but it's a totally different way to play it. I think that would be huge. Well, I feel like I feel like Pokemon will. I I, I want to say like they've talked about we're going to get a mainline Pokemon game this year. Right. In 2019. That's kind of what I'm going so, off of, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure there'll be some changes to it. Right. That, you know, fans won't... Because, listen, Pokemon Let's Go, it got heat, it got love, it got all over the... Like, people, you know, we've been down this road where yeah. people that didn't even buy the thing were rating it and giving it bad ratings because sure. they're idiots. Um, But I think that, like, when you look at this overall... I think they're heading in a in a right direction. I think I'm with you on the virtual console thing. Um, there's rumors that they might not do an N64 classic now, um, and I don't know whether that's true or not or whatever it might be. I kind of would just walk away from the classics at this point. No man, you know, Game Boy see... Classic is is the answer. Game Boy Classic. Well, would the be Game huge. Boy Classic might be one, but mm-hmm. I think like when you hit the N64 classic, look at the PlayStation. If you don't hit that thing with the proper games, yep. and even with the proper games, it's still it's not what people mm-hmm. want. They don't want to play those games because they don't look good, mm-hmm. and it's sad. It's just you know, like your nostalgia for those games are strong, and their games aren't that good. Mm-hmm. And it's a problem. I love but it. I knows? feel like on that on that topic, I feel like Nintendo comes out of this looking so smart 
They killed yeah. it with the NES Classic. They killed it with the Super Nintendo Classic. And then PlayStation's like, me too. And people are like, yeah. really? Like, not yeah. even just the games, man. Like, the emulation is strange, and, and it's so easily... I mean, maybe maybe it's not necessarily a super negative that you can hack it so easily. But plugging a keyboard and a mouse, you hit escape, and you're into the back end of the whole thing. Like, it's just it's just like like I, if I That's created so it. Neat. Like, if I just made it. Like, you want something a little a little more polished than that. And I just feel like Nintendo comes around like, yeah, that's that's how it was back in the day, too. Like, we were we were polished, and we, we knew what we were doing. Everybody else was trying to be the Me Too there, too. It was different then, though, the Me Too. Yeah, it's pretty... It's pretty... But, um, okay, so if we're saying... I don't know what Nintendo's saying in terms of, like... Because uh, they haven't even finished this fiscal year yet. But you, let's imagine they come up with, like, another crazy, like, 15, another 20, 15, 20 million units sold. Well, if, okay, so let's just say hypothetically yeah. that they don't hit their mark and sure. they are three million shy. Yeah. I mean, first off, it's not three too million shy. That's it's pretty damn good that before the year even begins, you're like, hey, I'm going to sell 20 million next year. Yeah, you get it, How many companies would like to sell a million units or something? Mm-hmm. They're selling they're selling 17 million. That's pretty unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So if they do fall a little short, right, and they do 17, I think – the answer is, I think they could replicate that easily in 2019 if they just turn around and go, "We're going to do another 17 million, we're good to go." I think that's the number. I think whatever they sell this year, they have to say the next year the number is a tick higher. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to say the same, but you don't want to go lower, and I don't think you want to go super higher. So I would probably say like if they did 17, we're going to do 18 million next year. Mm-hmm. A number that's definitely easy to achieve because I feel this is me personally. I feel like 2019 is set up to be a stronger year than 2018, and potentially could go toe to toe with what they did in 2017. Now, when I say a stronger year, again, I'm meaning first party games out the box, mm-hmm. brand new first party games. You're talking about a brand new Fire Emblem this year. You're talking about a brand new. Um, Animal Crossing, a new Bayonetta, um, a new Yoshi game. You know, there's talks about a new Pokemon game at the end of the year. Do we get a Metroid Prime? I don't know. Um, But, like, when you look at it, there's probably five games that are new that are coming out that are games like Animal Crossing, System Seller. Mm -hmm. System Seller all all day long. So that's a console that will push... And get and especially if they do what they're I know they're gonna do if they do a special edition, they throw that That's special edition. That's what I'm wondering is when do they? Okay, so think about this. We, we're talking all mostly within the Nintendo world right now, right? But you have to think about mm-hmm. Xbox, PlayStation. They're gearing up for the next generation as well. Nintendo, of course, being yeah. in, they're they're straddling a little bit here. And and if they're really yeah. saying that the Switch is gonna pan out this long, seven to ten years, they have to have something to carry them through. Yeah. So it's all about timing, man. Like I think, yeah, nineteen, maybe like late nineteen, maybe early twenty is that'll be the third year going into the third year of the Switch. Something now. Do you want to talk about this rumor about like the upgraded battery? There's a couple like leaked pictures. I don't know if you saw those. Like they're totally. I didn't they totally, see that. They look fake. They don't really look like leaked yeah. pictures at all. It's just like if I put a phone with some buttons on it, it kind of look like that. I've I've come to the conclusion that unless Nintendo says it. I don't want to believe yeah, it. Yeah, fair enough. Because you know what, man? You know what? Here's the thing. What was it? Last year? Yeah. Right? So last year I was doing a Nintendo talk with Mark Carabin. Mm-hmm. And remember that leaked OS popped out? Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. You guys went through it. And we, 
we went through it and watched it and mm-hmm. broke it down and it was like if someone's faking that they could fake anything yeah good point because when i watched that dude i was like dude this is legit it did look legit. like how it looks so legit mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm done i'm done trusting the internet i don't care like that grinch thing that happened not that long yeah. ago yeah, people really thought that was real you know and i just don't want anything to do with these leaks anymore so over these leakers and they're not included in the scorecard they could be wrong a million times and everybody still believes them and then one person gets something wrong and they're pounding them like ign or kotaku gets something wrong and they're acting like they're they're criminals Mm -hmm. and it's like but yet here's uh liam robertson who's wrong all the time and gets a few things right and everybody swears that that he's the smartest thing ever Mm -hmm. and i feel like when you have people like that, it's like I don't trust them anymore. I don't yeah. trust them to go like what they're telling me is true. So if there's an extended battery, if there's a different I, – I don't trust it. When I see it, I believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just – sadly, I don't. I don't believe it anymore. And occasionally you get stuff that's that's legit. Like even this uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy game that got leaked because apparently oh, yeah. it was the retailer. When you translated what was in the actual – thing the retailer put up a thing put up a, a page and was like well we're hoping this happens we think it's gonna happen <laughs> what leaked confirmed yeah mm-hmm. but everybody else was like oh it's confirmed it's leaked it's, it's happening and it's like but when you somebody actually read it and translated it was like no mm-hmm. no 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 so i guess we'll see you know how things move going forward but i think that they, they they're definitely poised to have a stronger first party new games in 2019 than in 2018 and if they do that they're going to get mm-hmm. the double hit yeah they're gonna get the, the, i'm, I'm honestly struggling thing. to think of the things that i feel like i'm missing on my switch to be honest with you like i don't know what nintendo like because pokemon like I, I i agree i think pokemon is a system seller but i think between pokemon yeah. and and animal crossing from a business perspective and for me to think about like everybody going absolutely crazy i honestly think that's enough yeah. but for me personally yeah. like Animal Crossing would be great. Pokemon, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's not the same as a Mario and Zelda year. I don't know if you ever come up with that ever again. I don't know if you necessarily need to. I'm saying, like, I'm just saying for me personally. No, 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 I I know. I think for everybody out there, everybody else out there, I think a Pokemon and an Animal Crossing would probably be bigger than Mario and Zelda, to be honest with you. But that's how you, it's different. Uh, those, Those games play different roles in their timeline. Mario and Zelda is what you need to launch a console that is like like similar with what PlayStation did with their launch. You got you got yeah. you copy and paste that playbook every single time now. It's too bad consoles aren't being around for much longer because this is how you launch them. We'd finally figured out yeah. what you need to do to to, uh, to launch these consoles. But I don't I know. Think, like, do you, oh, feel, let me ask you this: Do you think do you think we get a another Mario Kart on the system? Oh, there's gonna be another Mario Kart. Yeah, I don't think so. it's anytime soon. But I think you definitely get another Mario yeah. Kart in this. I could see 2020 for next Mario Kart. Because because at the end of the day, like the Mario Kart we got was really it's not a new game. Mm-hmm. And you're really gonna do that to your fans and be like, okay, we're just gonna give you the ported version that you already bought. And no DLC. Like we bo- the fact that they haven't done yeah. any DLC for it kind of tells me that they were working tells on the next me thing. That working on something else. Mm-hmm. Because, dude, that's a that's a development team. That's its own development team. Mm-hmm. That's not like that's a team that does that and then goes and works on something else. They work strictly on Mario Kart games. Mm-hmm. So, 
there's no way in the world that they're not off doing another Mario Kart game. Because, like, if they were dropping DLC, then I would go, uh, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. They're not. I think they're building the next Mario Kart game. It's going to be massive. It's going to be game-changing for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be one of these things where it's just like, here's everything, you know? Like, I was, I was, uh, what was it, N64 Josh? He just posted on his Instagram the other day a picture of Mario Kart, and he was like, man, I'm so ready for them to do the Mario Kart, what they did to Smash, and go, everyone here. Yep. Holy and crap. And you get all the mm-hmm. tracks, and you get all the characters, and everything from That's every crazy. Mario Kart. All That's crazy. How has nobody imagine? said this before? The Just the I ultimate. I mean, I mean, we used to say that with the deluxe. Like, just do deluxe yeah. and bring everything up to speed, and, like, all the DLC and, and up-res for, like, the Wii U just do the deluxe treatment now they've upped the bar with smash do the ultimate treatment for for everything that is crazy to imagine that'd be insanity man Mm -hmm. i'd be hyped i'd be so excited for it straight up i mean i think that would be the best you can only do it so often though like it's even like for smash you think like what do they do now right like it's kind of like the end game for all all it's it's the pinnacle for every franchise so i don't know how anxious i would be to, to rush every every franchise to that point yeah, like you kind of want. I don't know. It's man. funny because it's tough. I think they. I think they talked to Sakurai, Fetsu, uh, Fatsimo, or whatever Fatsimo. I don't know the the, the magazine in Japan. Mm-hmm. I'm bastardizing the name. You know how I am with names. Yeah. Anyway, I think you just said Fatsumo, which makes me giggle a little Fatsumo. bit. Fatsumo, like Fatsumo wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they interviewed. That's not like Zangief. Right? <laughs> yeah, they they, they they interviewed him, and he was just basically like, we're we're not making a new smash for 10 years. Yeah. And it was like, I listen, dude, like I love you to death. Nintendo ain't going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Like this is the biggest selling game ever. It's one of the biggest console launch, not launch console launches. One of the biggest games, franchises, IPs that they own. Yeah. There is no way that they're going to sit on this thing for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I kind of agree with what he's saying. You gotta go away for a long period of time, because this game is got so much in it that if you come back in three years, five years, and you don't offer the same Jump. quality yeah. and number of characters, you're gonna piss off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard to go back to twelve to eighteen characters, I think, in any other game. So you're gonna have to put a lot of time and distance between it and do something super special for mm-hmm. it to make it okay. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll see it in time. Um, I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. Did you, uh, did you, Sean? Yeah, I, 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 I what it was the last week we had one of those episodes. We're like, well, this is never going to happen. I don't feel like we, we got to that point with this one. I, I, I never know where no, we're going to end I, up I, with with this. And that's okay. Yeah, I want I'm yeah, curious yeah. when people, I, I want people to leave comments on the YouTube, uh, on the YouTube video. I want to see what people, what they would think is going to push the switch to the other side of 2019 and being completely on top. I just think it's completely, the whole thing about it is that it's just weird. Nothing really, in my mind, nothing, it it still doesn't add up that the Switch is doing this well. I get it. Portability, it's cool. The name is great. Third-party support. Like, but none of these things, I don't know, man. Best ever? Best ever. Can we just rewind? Can we just rewind to the night of the Switch reveal? I know. It still doesn't make it. you were that Dude, night. That's, that's kind of what I'm revisiting a little bit right here. It's like it still doesn't quite add up. It's still yeah. I don't really get it. I still find 
myself pull to a lot of other systems like there's and in equal ways it's, it's just i feel yeah. like there's just nothing that's really like man i've got to like bring my switch with me everywhere i'm going and yet people are finding that that's the situation they find themselves in so it's just crazy to me and i don't i can't explain it yeah. it's just cool Whenever and I different i'm glad it's happening Whenever I go someplace, I know I'm going to be there for a while. I get my backpack out and I load it up with my dock mm-hmm. and my power cord and all that stuff. It's and then I got me, man. It is just so crazy that this continues on. So it's hard to go. Well, I mean, I guess you just keep being weird, Nintendo. Like throw out something yeah. on cardboard next year again, and who see. Knows? That's I think you know what I think. I really feel like that hurt them a little bit. It might be part of the of... gap. They probably expected that to do quite a little bit, better, quite a bit better. I think they did. But I also think that that's where people are giving them a hard time. Because I think that's where people are like, oh, you got Labo. And, yeah, whatever, you know, that, man. Everybody Labo everybody was excited about it. Everybody saw that and was like, that is cool. That's something I've never seen before, yeah. and that is awesome. And they yeah. went all out, man, when yeah, they launched they that thing. They did. They did. So um, so that is all. Thank Aww. you guys for to this week's episode of If We Were Nintendo. I am... Bobby, the Nintendo Guru. You can follow me over on Twitter. I said it like that. You I know. Can follow me over on Twitter. I think I'm starting the show. I know. Um, follow me over on Twitter at Nintendo Gurus. Follow Sean Capri. Sean like Connery. Capri like the pants. Peace out, Preston. Merry Christmas, Preston. Merry Christmas, everybody. You are such a yeah. You do that. You're kissing the the dupa. The what? <laughs> the dupa. What's that? It's a clean way of saying the butt. The dupe Is that like backwards or something? That's what grandparents used to This is where you put it in the music. Yeah.